Hello and welcome to our percentile vice. I am John. I will be your keeper of pineapple lore. Pineapple. Over in front of me, I have Steve and Emily. You may know Steve as Rick Stevens, PI. At Rick Stevens, PI on Twitter. And Emily is at Sister in Darkness, Sister Letter in Darkness. Mm-hmm. And I am Bobby37. And we will be doing today a Call of Cthulhu module by our friends at Under the Library. Ooh. It is called The Snake's Oil. has a beautiful cover, as you can see there. If you are interested in... Meh. Yeah, you should probably go pick it up first before watching us play it. Spoilers. Yeah. If you are interested in playing it for yourself, there's an address where you can pick it up. It's a pretty decent little module if you're interested in playing it at your table. Um, that would be cool. And Where'd you get that baller hat? Craigslist. Craigslist? And the personals. Mm. <laughs> Very nice. No, the uh, keeper for Under the Library sent me the hat yeah, along with. It's a great uh, guy. He sent him a hat. We met them at Chaosium Con. Insider trading going on here. <laughs> we met them at Chaosium Con back in April. They did a pretty cool seminar that me and Steve were there for. And Arthur, the production guy, was also in one of the other seminars. And mm -hmm. they're all cool people. They're very good at improv and have some interesting ideas, especially Rick, about how to play games. <laughs> so check out their podcast. You can also get that at underthelibrary.com. Rick is their version of our John. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they, they, they do a really entertaining actual play. You can get it on YouTube and yeah. podcasts. You should check them out. They're really good. Epic. But let's dive right in here. We have Steve playing a character from the actual play, Jakar von Husker. And do you want to tell us a little bit about Jakar, or do you just want to show us? However you want to do it. You are in the driver's seat. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Jakar von Husker hails from Seraphim Falls, where he works at the Seraphim Falls Funeral Parlor with his father. I hope it's his father. If it's an uncle. It's an uncle. His uncle. He's uncle like a Jeff. father to him, though. He's always been like a father to him. <laughs> um, so looking to probably inherit the funeral parlor business. But, you know, my real interest is in, in building the coffins, the joinery required at the corners. You know, sometimes you want to do tongue and groove. Sometimes you want to do dovetail. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's an it, art form that I really find. It sets the tone for the whole funeral, really. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And then we have Emily, who's playing Millie Rumsford. And this was a great idea that they had when they wrote up the spinoff here, they included one of the characters' wives that wasn't 
a PC in the story, but provided an option for a gender bend of one of the characters, and that's the one you picked without being pressured into it, though if you would asked, I probably would have suggested it. No, I didn't I didn't want your suggestions. Sounds like we're hiding marital secrets there. He he pressured you into it, didn't he? No. He asked me which one you want to play. He's like, I have a suggestion if you care. I said, Well, I'd like to play Millie, but I'm open to your suggestion. He's like, That was the suggestion. I was like, Good, because I was gonna do it anyways. <laughs> it was gonna it. be tough on me, like reconciling some of the characters with somebody else playing them. And it's already going to be that way with Theocra because Scott did a great job. But I know you're going to do a great job too. Yeah. And I didn't he want to. He set a bar really like high for me pedal. and said, you can do whatever you want. Okay, got it. Got it. I, I didn't necessarily want to double up on on possible. Yeah. Yeah. But Millie is married to, or was married to, Harold. Yes. Who has recently died in a um, accident of sorts that she was present for, but... Um, she blacked out. She fell out in some degree and did not witness the actual death. So she's not super set on the details. And one of her inventions, because she's a inventor, an engineer of sorts, a tinkerer, if you will, um, exploded. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that went on around the death of her husband. So, And she feels a little responsibility and yeah. can't remember that. Maybe she wasn't completely responsible. Maybe Harold went and lit the TNT and her invention on fire. She'll never Could have know. been anything. Could have been know. anything. Keep telling yourself that so you can sleep at night. Your shit fucked up. He died. Live with it. Wow. Harsh. So we are on a train in the wild, wild west. Headed towards Bloodstone. And... Suddenly, there's some kind of mechanical failure, and the train eeks to a slop. Eeks to a stop. (laughs) Eeks to a slop. Now, you hear other train travelers, and there's the usual, you know, how am I going to get to where I'm going, yada, yada, blah, blah. And then you hear... This one old prospector in the back. Shut the hell up. Bloodstone's less than a mile from here. You'll be fucking fine. What are y'all doing? I'm going to go up to um, one of the people who works for the train. <clears throat> and, um, excuse me, I'm I'm so sorry. Um, actually, uh, I'm an engineer. Um, so, like, I might be able to help if you'd let me, like, take a look, you know, because I'm an engineer. Oh, oh, sure, ma'am. Uh, we we have our engineer on it, but you're welcome if you know a little bit to go on up there and see what you can see. Oh, yeah. Um, I I would love to be of assistance if that's okay with him, but you know I don't want to overstep or you know you know get into business not mine. My husband used to tell me that. Oh, Millie, you're always putting your nose in where it doesn't belong and telling people you're an engineer, and I'm just I just offering my services should it be needed. Well, you go on right up there. Oh. Jim Bob, the engineer, is under the hood right now. You can see if he needs an extra hand or three. Up, oh, okay. Um, and I will. Did they like gesture like to outside the car or like through the front cars? Outside. 
So I'll hop outside and kind of look up and see if I can see Jim Bob. Uh, you see him. He is half into the engine compartment. Don't know what that sound was. That was me. The okay. engine compartment. He's half into the engine compartment. He's There's a bunch of black smoke billowing out, and it's kind of crazy looking. Looks kind of like the train is eating him or something. Um, I'll make my way towards him. All right. Um, excuse me. Uh, sir, sir, D- are you okay, sir? Make a luck roll. Mm. A ninety-six. It's a failure. <clears throat> so you come up on him, and you're making. A lot of noise, and whenever he hears you, he's obviously very startled. And he jerks up and right into one of the struts of the train. Ouch. And immediately falls over, just unresponsive in the cubby hole he was working in. Oh, oh, good gracious. I'm going to grab him by the back of his shirt and try to, like, get him out of there and get him to the ground. And, sir, sir, uh, slapping him on the face, like, oh, are you okay? I'm, you hit your head. Are you okay? Uh, uh, why did you do that for? Well, I didn't do anything. Why did you do that for? I was just, I was just trying to get this damn train running again. And I've come to help. Well... A lot of help you were. Well, I don't see how it's my fault that you're so jittery. I didn't do that. Well, I wasn't expecting anybody to come up on my backside. Insert butt joke here. I tried really hard. I was resisting <laughs> it. <clears throat> well, are you all right or do you need me to find a doctor? I, I think I'll be all right, but I, I need to sit a little while. Great, no problem. Are your those your tools over there? I'll just I'll just help myself. I'm gonna gonna take a look see. All right. So I'd like to. He look. doesn't say all right. I said all right. He's just woozy and not really responding to you. He's pretty loopy right now. Okay. So I'll take a look into the engine compartment. All right. Roll a mechanical repair. I'm a seventy five percent. Damn. I rolled a 67, so a normal success. So you take a look, and it looks like one of the lines for the steam is completely borked, and it has caused a catastrophic failure of the innards. You you know you could fix it because you're a very intelligent gal, but you also know it would require some metalwork and some time, and weighing that against what you came here for to attend the Bloodstone Snake Festival, you may or may not finish it in that time period. Well, here's your problem. Are you letting your lines gone and uh, rusted out? And that's not very good um, uh, keeping sight of your of your engine here, sir. That's, that's no way to maintain a piece of machinery. Have you looked at him? Yeah. 
Were you looking at him when you said that? Mm-hmm. When you turn around, you notice he is passed out. <sighs> okay. Um, well, I guess uh, you stay right there and I will see if I can go get somebody for you, sir. I, I don't know why I'm still talking to you. Okay. And Around that talk. time, you see a couple people come out of the train in the train uniforms and they're, <clears throat> oh, oh, Jim Bob, Jim Bob. Yeah. And Poor thing struck his head, but, um you know, if he had been paying more attention to those lines, he may have seen that they were rusted out and wouldn't have hit his head. But, you know, you can't count for everybody and I'm going to walk myself back into the train. Okay. You go. Uh-huh. All right, so I am never going to be able to yocker. Don't you know? Don't you know? I'm yocker. Anywhere near uh, Arthur, it, it would be a disservice to him. So I'm going to be a different yocker. Okay. So uh, when the train comes to stop and I see the billowing smoke and the lady get out to go help, hear the old timer in the back say it's only a mile to uh, Bloodstone. Oh, yeah. This looks like it's about as far as we're going to get, isn't it? And it's only a mile, you say, so I'm just going to grab my case here and I'll reach up to a compartment above me. And, you know, it's one of, it, I, I got a case that is like, you know, brought it on like carry-on, but it should never have been carry-on. It's pretty big. And, and they can tell as I pull it off and the weight hits it, it slams to the floor and I'm picking it up. What's in your case? These are my prize joinery tools right here. I love them to death. I make some great dovetails and some some uh, some tongue and groove joints, and you know some just your basic dowel joint. I got all your. I got my some saws in here, a miter box, you know, for making the right kind of cuts and stuff. It's all going to be very important because you know when you have a snake festival, somebody is likely to get bit. So you pulling it down and. It hits the floor, and you hear a whole bunch of clanging, but everybody is so concerned with what they're doing that they barely even notice it. You maybe got one look, and everybody's starting to file out of the train. Some people are waiting around, and some people are walking, and you see one particularly exuberant woman going up to the people in the train uniforms. Well, I never... I I paid good money for this trip, and I will be picked up by your train people, or you will be hearing from my lawyer. Well, now, Miss Karen, it's only about a mile, and I'll be happy to escort you. You know, it's not real rough parts around here. I've been here for a minute, you know, and not my first time down to Bloodstone. Why don't you let me escort your fine self all the way into Bloodstone? It'll be much quicker waiting for the... For the uh, trained folk to come and get you. And she hears you out, and at first she's looking kind of surprised, and then her face contorts. And she looks at you, and she says, Why, I would never be caught with the likes of you, you, you low man. I will wait right here, and they will do their responsible duty and have me transported as I have paid. No, you, you do as you see fit, uh, but just, you know, to clear up any, uh, 
you know, inconsistencies and uh, incongruencies that might be here is uh, I, I'm not a low man. I'm a Von Husker. Now, I did know Jub Low Man down in uh, in uh, Seraphim Falls. Maybe, you know, you you know him or his family, but uh, I can assure you I'm not one of the low men's. I'm Von Husker. Towards the end of your response, she turns up her nose and is very obviously ignoring you all right so i'm gonna like shuffle past her in like the the aisle of the train with my big thing my big (laughs) (laughs) with the big box my 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 chest of tools and uh you know i'm not make her i mean i can't get by her she's Outside talking to the people that were dealing with, what did I say his name was, Jim Bob? Jim Bob. She's well, outside. It's been a lot cooler if you'd let me try to muscle past her and accidentally hit her with the... the nice. Okay. Knocking shit out. You can still muscle, muscle past her outside. Well, uh, all right, man, well, you do it your way, and, uh, and I'll do it my way. I'm going to start walking in there, and I'll be there much ahead of you. You know, you'd probably get a lot further if you demanded to speak to a manager. That's what you ought to do. So I'll step off the train with <clears throat> my satchel bag, which is notably empty. It's, like, completely flat. Um, and step off the train <clears throat> kind of behind him. Don't mind her. Some people got a lot of money, but they don't have a whole lot of manners. So... We're gonna make this uh this mile walk. Did you know that a mile well, is dollar, only my 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 my, my pappy used to say folks like that they have more dollars and cents. Exactly, uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. And it's only five thousand two hundred and eighty feet, so that is not that very much. She is just whining and complaining for no reason. Your accent brought out my southern accent, and I well, really so struggled to you're get it doing back. What Arthur did, <laughs> <laughs> just mimicking whoever's across the table from. Damn it! Him. Yeah, well, uh, well, it's nice to meet you, man. My name's Yocker. J-A-K-E-R, Yocker. And of course, some folks around here have a hard time with that, and they end up just seeing it, and the next thing you know, you're going to hear people calling me Jaker. Jake, but it's Yocker. Okay, Yocker. But I answered all of it. Oh, well. Uh, Millie Rosford, it's nice to meet you. Well, Miss Millie, it's my pleasure indeed. I'll be taking the one-mile walk into town. You're uh, welcome to the company. Well, I don't think we have much any other options, so Well, we can sit back here with Miss Karen and wait for the... uh, the manager to show up and give us a piggyback ride into town. You know, I think I will pass on that. Uh, I've had enough trouble for the day. So, <laughs> let's head on. As right. you're finishing up, you see getting off the train a bear of a man. Just huge guy. And he's got overalls on. And he walks towards you and hears your conversation Are y'all going down to Bloodstone? Sure are. Oh, here to see that rattlesnake festival, are you? Well, I mean, I'm going to be in the vicinity of it, but I'm not here for the snakes. Um, I don't really care about the snakes, but usually people show up with nice little stalls full of all kinds of oddities and antiques and great things and all kinds of great finds. And I'm I'm headed to do a little uh, estate sales shopping. That's that's an idea there. I've heard it's really nice. You know, you got snake chasing, you got venom wine tasting, you got snake wrangling, snake wrangling, there's snake wrestling, which is a little different than snake wrangling. There's uh, snake dancing, 
there's some snake talking going on some some of the places, at least in other uh, snake festivals, what I've been to. Snake hugging. Snake hugging. I'd love me some snake hugging. You know, uh, my business and your business, we, we there might be a little bit of a connection here because I'm going there just to be in the vicinity because you know what happens at one of these snake festivals? Eventually somebody gets bit and dies. And uh, I am an expert craftsman at the uh, the construction of caskets. Coffins, if you will, in the you know more uh, mundane parlance. But uh, you know, anytime somebody needs one of my services, then the likelihood of one of the services you're looking for, i.e., the aforementioned estate sale, that's true, is likely. <clears throat> oh, a hundred percent. So, so you do carpentry, is that correct? Well, uh, you know, anybody could be a carpenter. I'm a joiner. Ah, I tried at one point to to make a, a, a new uh, machine that would make joining more um, streamlined. Um, but, you know, there was never quite the um, the finesse that a human hand can give something, you know? It's more of an art than it science. It is. I could I'm never sure quite. you could nail the science part of it. Could never replicate the art. But, you know, you know sometimes, you know, that the... The dove's got to have a little less tail, or the tongue's got to have a little more groove, if you know what I mean, and, and you just got to work it. As much as I love springs and bolts, springs and bolts certainly can't assess that need, and so I applaud you, because I had tried for several months and came to nothing, but I learned something. Oh, yeah. I'm an engineer, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned. I, no, but I did hear you telling that gentleman over there, the one that's asleep on the ground. I, yeah, he's he's he, he he may have struck his head a little bit, but um, he'll be all right. He's fine. He must not be real excited about the snake festival like we are. Hey, I could I, I couldn't take a nap right now if I tried, man. There's there's people in there snake hugging, and if we don't get there soon, we're just gonna miss it. Well, maybe we ought to I'm gonna hit pull the road out then. An overly elaborate watch. Uh, if we start now, we should make it just in time for the beginning of the festival, I believe. Well, actually. I don't what know what time is it starts. That? It looks like a cross between an hourglass and a, and a sundial mixed with some... How does that thing work there? Oh, well, it's got a complex set of uh, springs and magnets. And abusing the magnets to uh, compress the springs in different directions is able to adjust time based on um, where you are. Like in directional, so it's almost like a compass and a watch. Uh, but right now, the compass portion isn't working. But I'm hoping to 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 figure out why not. Right now, it's just it's just a watch with some extra bits. Oh yeah, it looks mighty impressive, and it's a, probably a, a fine testament to your uh, inventive skills, uh, Miss Many Things. So, I was, hey, big fella, I didn't catch your name. What 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 was? Well, I'm Oak Tree Larson. Oak Tree my Larson. My friends call me Oak Tree. Oh, my goodness. Uh, have you always been this big there, Oak Tree, or was you once just an acorn? I, I imagine I was one, once upon a time, but I'm I'm pretty large now, and I, I really do enjoy some meeting. Well, do you like some uh, rattlesnake meat? Oh, yeah, I love it. Because that's the other thing they do at Snake Festival. They eat them, too. Interesting. Um, well, I'm always up for trying I new things. I was sitting in a restaurant one time on one of these things, and the waitress came and said, you want some rattlesnake? I said, I don't know what it tastes like. And she said, it tastes like chicken. And I said, well then, I'll just order the chicken, please. 
Certainly. Um, well, let's get to it then. All right. Well, Oak Tree, you you you're gonna hoof it into town with us then. Sure. Can't say it'd be a bad thing for a mile to have a man of this stature with us. I don't imagine nothing's gonna screw with us. And Oak Tree takes off his enormous straw hat and puts it on Millie's head. Ma'am, I, I wouldn't want to see you getting too much sun out here, and I, I, I just assume you borrow my hat until we get there because this desert sun is something else. Well, that is simply delightful. Thank you, Oak Tree. You're very welcome, ma'am. And unless you have anything else you'd like to do, you guys set off. Yeah. And you make it probably 10, 20 minutes 25-ish minutes to Bloodstone proper. And as you get in, there's just dry, dusty air swirling around the town. There's a hard-packed wagon trail, horse manure all over the place, and the covered wagons and the horse manure creates a crazy cacophony of smells, and then the rattlesnakes and people partaking in festivities creates crazy sounds and it might be a little overwhelming to you at first but you get used to it slowly and y'all keep walking through the town and eventually you come across a stall and there's a fellow and he's obviously got a shop set up and he looks at you, and he looks at you, and he says, Sir, ma'am, if you would come right over here, I, I have some wares y'all might be interested in. Oh, yes, of course. And I'm going to scurry. Oh, Oak Tree, here's your hat. Oak Tree takes his hat and says, Well, on account of me not having any money, I, I believe I will be going on into the festival, but I I'm sure I'll see y'all later. Well... Uh, Mr. Uh, Large Son, uh, it's going to be it was a great welcome with you, and we look forward to seeing you later today. Very nice meeting y'all as well. I mean, you let <clears> me <throat> buy you a drink later today just because I enjoyed your company. I'll probably be around Body Bills. You might be able to find me there. Body Bills. Now, that sounds like the kind of place I want to have a drink in. It's very Billy and a little body. Thank you, Mr. Kind of hoping it was going to go the other way on that, like very body and a little bitty, but okay. So uh, I'll slide over and literally, I mean, slide over because at this point, after a mile of lugging this very heavy suitcase full of joinery equipment, <coughs> lifting it up off the ground sounds like a terrible idea. So I'm just kind of like pushing it with my foot, right? <coughs> and just sliding scooting it. it over there. Well. <coughs> You can hear all around you, there's sort of a row set up of vendors, and this one has caught your eye, but you can hear vendors all around promising products that will make your love life better, that products that will help you hunt, products that will help you do all manner of things. And the one stall you're in front of, the gentleman, he looks at you and says, now, you have the look 
of an engineer. Am I right? You are very right. I am an engineer. How oh, did careful. He guess this that? guy's good. He's good. I can tell mm-hmm. right now. You be careful. With your, hold on to your purse now. You make sure you want to do anything before you open that purse. I can tell this guy's good. <laughs> I can tell. So what are you selling? Well, ma'am, I have special for you. <gasps> special? Well, special what? A venom extractor. <gasps> and he pulls out a strange contraption, and it's comprised of a wooden base metal armature with a series of gears, a handle, springs attached to miniature nooses, and a glass jar covered in fabric. At the noose closest to the jar, there is a swing away cutter mounted to the armature. Okay. Do you want to make me an intelligence roll? <clears throat> Poof, you're an intelligence roll. <laughs> intelligence roll or like I have science and physics and mechanical. Do you want a description of how the machine would work or do you have enough from that to go off of? Um, No, I'd like the description, so I'll give you an intelligence roll. You can give me whatever is higher because mechanical would probably do it. They're the same at 75, so. Okay. <clears throat> I rolled a 19, which is an extreme success, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So, Something like that. You can tell that... You... No, 15 would be an extreme success. Sorry. Damn it. Meh. It's Meh. close. You're three points away from an extreme success. Spin the luck. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell by just by looking at it that you would put your snake head in one of the nooses hopefully get it to bite into the cloth over the glass and then there's a little guillotine for cutting the snake's head off so it's for extracting venom from the snake not from a person it's like for a venom sample gotcha venom sample which you could in your mind think of a few things you could do with venom samples including making antidote well that is quite the contraption i i do love the armature here it's a great use of space a keen eye made this did you make this yourself i i sure did and it is my personal design it's an exact duplicate of the one i designed to make my patented bullet venom you run the snake's head through this front noose and lock it down tight you thread the tail through the remaining hoops in the back Mm -hmm. and at that point it's just spitting mad it's just trying so hard to get at you that it'll bite right into the cloth and it'll spit every last bit of venom once it feels its teeth in something so you'll be able to get as much as you need just from that Well, that's quite the contraption. I do wonder if there's a way to maybe more humanely deal with the snake than the, the little guillotine you set up. I wonder if maybe <clears throat> with another armature kind of mounted towards the back, you could release the nooses and actually fling the snake out in front of you, almost like a catapult. Well, a snake pult That certainly sounds possible, but I wouldn't want to have him anywhere near me when his little venom sack well, that's fills fair. back up. But if you'd like... All you have to do is buy it, and six dollars later, you can make whatever improvements you want. Six dollars. 
Maybe mm. what I told you about your purse now may serve before you open it because this guy's good. And I'm going to reach into my pocket and I'm going to pull out a little, like, a tape measure, you know, the kind of like um, seamstresses use, mm-hmm. you know, and just, and I'm going to start measuring the dimensions of this contraption. Okay. Yeah, that I carry this with me all the time. Now, my uncle, he <clears> uses <throat> it to size up the body to figure out what size suit to put on it before we lay him to rest. But I find it real convenient for some of my joinery projects, too, and I don't want to have to get out the big yardstick or whatever. Just oh, certainly. Grab this little ribbon thing. I don't know, seamstresses or something came up with it. It's brilliant. I can take a whole yardstick, wad it up, stick it in my pocket just like that. But, you know, sir, this thing will probably sell a lot better. You'd sell a lot more of them if you made or <clears throat> had made, maybe commissioned to be made, the perfect little carrying case box for this contraption because right now it's just a bunch of pieces that have to keep getting put together and taken back apart as you're going to travel and i'm thinking a nice little case for this thing and you probably charge eight dollars for a case you'd only pay for i'd say maybe a dollar per case you can change to eight dollars and now it's going to sell more because look at here put it in the case close the lid they walk off with it it's brilliant uh, the problem with that is, it's the only one I have. And between making another one and you making the case, which I assume you would need to make the case because I, I'm assuming that's what you're offering me, I, the time and effort put into it, I, I would much rather just sell it as is. It stands alone on its own merits, I believe. <clears throat> a lady of science, I'm sure, can see the uses regardless of whether or not you have well, yeah, a I, nice case. I, I won't press you any further, friend. You know, I just think it's a little short-sighted of you because eventually y'all need a box. That's true. Very true. Yaka, I may hit you, uh, talk to you later about that box. But, um, so $6, you said. Mm-hmm. She called me Yaka. I don't know if you noticed because a lot of folks mess it up and call me Jaker. Or just Jake. It's Yaka, though. Um, I don't know how much money I have. I'm sure you have six dollars to okay. spare. Um, well, I, <clears throat> I am very interested in this machine. Um, I do see some areas where it wasn't, you know, cut properly or things. Like that. I, I'd be willing to give you five. Oh, she's good, man. This is a good one. Now I'm looking at the man. You better hold on to your wallet, cause, man. <laughs> she's good. I can tell right now she's good. He pulls back, and he has a little think, and he says, you know what? You got a deal. Bam. And you did it right there for one time. Bam. I'm gonna he hands you the contraption. Shake his Takes hand. the money. Oh, crap. I'm going to get hand. it in writing right now. It's $1 for the box. I want to hear nothing. Don't talk to me about 50 cent. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't stand a chance against you. I have something here that you may want to put in a box a little bit more. Well, what you got? And he reaches under his table, and you hear a little bit of clanging and clacking, and he pulls out a string with six rattlesnake heads on it, from biggest to smallest. And they appear to have some sort of ash or something, like one little line of ash going down the center of what would be the forehead. Do snakes have foreheads? They do for these purposes. Okay. Yeah. It, down the forehead of the snake, it has a little thing of ash. And he says, 
These are the blessed skulls of Priestess Ika Aman. In a ceremony that takes six straight days, she blesses these to bring the bearer luck and quick passage in the afterlife. There's no voodoo or shenanigans here. No siree. This is a Christian bent rest assured and it's representative of casting out the devil and warding away evil spirits. I was riding just this way when a Roman group came upon me and I pulled them out and they managed to miss me just from the luck of having them out and as he keeps going, you can tell he's piling on this story. And, you know, they just pass right on by me. These things have been such a lifesaver for me. And as you can see, they just resulted in me getting a good sale right here, right now. Just having them out. Oh, he's good. Didn't I tell you he was good? Because you can't argue with logic <clears throat> like that because I was standing right here. I watched him. He made that sell to you. Now, granted, you was pretty good, too, with the bargaining thing. Got him down to five. But that doesn't take away from the fact that them damn snakeheads on a string, they worked. They worked. You got some luck. I'd give you 25 cents for the lot of them. Because with any luck, there'll be some need for my services here. It's funny, isn't it? That'd be lucky for me, but not so lucky for some other folks. That's true. Well, 25 cents, I, I can't let them go for 25 cents. These come from way out east. Maybe let's meet halfway at $7. Wow. So, you know, usually like when I'm uh, I'm jo doing some joining, you know, building a, a, building a box, building a casket, you know, and sometimes I got to find the center mark, which, you know, halfway. First, I got to know where one side is and then the other. So I don't know how we got to halfway when I said 25 cents and you didn't say nothing. And so halfway, that's 350, right? No, no, no. It, this definitely was the result of a $21 ship ticket. I had to go all the way down the Mississippi with this beautiful piece here that I went all the way up the Mississippi, all the way east to New York to be able to procure because that is the only place where the Christian priestess practices. So, say between 25 cents and $21, seven is a pretty good deal. It's also not, never mind. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. Hold on one second, okay? Okay. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to reach into my pocket and keeping my body between him and everybody else and put it back in my pocket. You drive a hard bargain, mister. I'll give you, and I look over at uh, Millie like, I just learned this from you. I give you two dollar and fifty cent. That's already lower than the three fifty you just offered me. Right, so you better take this deal now. 
I, I think I actually, figured it out. You're good now. I'm getting better. I think actually I'll just keep these, and maybe you'll change your mind later on if you run into some bad luck. I, I might have paid more if it weren't so dirty. They all got that ashy look on them. That was part of the ritual. Oh, well. Don't think too highly of that. I mean, if I'm going to pay $7 for some snakeheads, I kind of want them to be clean and shiny. You know what I mean? I, I do. I do understand. Good condition. Mint condition, if you will. Well, sorry we couldn't come to a deal, but y'all really should stay in town because tomorrow there's going to be a big revival. I hadn't heard too much about it. You probably could find out more from the locals, but it's supposed to be a real big hubbub. Well, I like a hubbub. Kind of partial to hubbubs. Don't get a lot of hubbubs where I'm at, so when you get a chance to be at a hubbub, you probably need to take it. That's what my daddy always said before he passed. Well, I'll see how the day pans out. But thank you so much. I, 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 I love my new um, venom extractor. So, um, <clears throat> Are you going to test it out at the festival? Well, I might, given the opportunity. I'm not sure, sure I want to handle a snake, but then again, I wouldn't have to handle it all the way. I could get somebody else to put it in the nooses, but we'll see how the uh, opportunity presents itself. All right. And Almost as done. you're finishing up the conversation, you see him scanning, and he locks eyes with something and says, You, you, sir, come right over. We have plenty of things that I'm sure you would love. And he's obviously moved on. So I'm going to start walking down the market stalls and perusing, seeing if I see anything cool. Now hold up, Miss Millie, don't walk so fast. I'm dragging dragging this uh, big steamer case. (laughs) That that fella was something, wasn't he? Oh, he certainly was. $7 for a bunch of snakeheads. That did seem a little odd. He must think I'm a dumb asp. God damn it. <laughs> I've never heard of a Christian priest priestess who did ritualistic um, snake things. That's a very strange thing. But then again, that's not really my forte. Do you think maybe they have like a bag check or a coat check that you might be able to put your trunk away? You don't have to carry it all day? Well, that would be real convenient. I think we got to sleep somewhere tonight, so maybe I can find a room and go ahead and tuck it away in the room and then come back down for the festival. You are not local, local, but you've been here enough that you would know Body Bills has rooms. And if you were to want a room, that would probably be where you would end Having up. Having been here once or twice and being familiar with Body Bills and know that I got a room there, is Body Bills the kind of place that I would suggest the fair Miss Millie find uh, lodging at, or would I feel uncomfortable in that suggestion? <clears throat> Let's know if there's hookers. <laughs> it's kind of a tough one there. Roll... Well, it's more building body is what we heard from the guy back there. It's true. So, what you want me to roll? Because I want to roll. I haven't rolled it all. Not one time. This Not near one. Not near. Not near. When I was getting ready today, I almost did Look. <laughs> it's not tomatoes and a fruit salad. It's a millie in a bar. So, wisdom. <clears throat> wisdom. 
Charisma, right. wisdom, one way, okay? Education. That's going to be a hard fail. Big old fail. You're going to love this place. <clears throat> I mean, every time I go there, I have a grand old time. It doesn't occur to you that it is or is not necessarily a place you wouldn't want to take Miller. So, so that's, they got rooms there. I don't know if you was planning on getting a room, but there's body bills now. You can get a room there. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to drag my case on over there, throw my trunk up in a room, get it locked down, get it tight, and then come down here and enjoy it. But that was a great idea of yours because you know, I hadn't even thought about it. I was just going to drag it around until it was time to go to bed. But you're pretty smart, but then I think I figured that out from that that bargaining you did there. You you know how to do some of that, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, my husband, Harold, always told me you make sure that you, you know, get a good deal on things because I have been sold some rather unsavory things because I got too excited and wasn't really, you know, thinking with my brain and spent too much because I was just so excited about the uh, the funness of the inventions and the things that I buy. Oh, so, my goodness. You must have been interested in snakeheads, and I went and insulted that guy with my low offer, and he put them away. I, I apologize if I Oh, no, there your... wasn't a single gear or spring on it. Oh, okay. That's oh, more my fair. I see how you is. Mm-hmm. You need the clicking and clacks and the moves and the spins and the whirs. Oh, I, I, I absolutely love it. Um, had I been planning to stay? Do I know? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I was going to get a room as well. So um, if you know where this uh Oh, this is right bill. over here. Everybody knows where Body Bills is. Just uh, <clears throat> you can either follow your ears is where all the hooting and hollering is going. It doesn't sound like somebody being afraid of a snake because that's over that way. The hooting and hollering. Or you can follow your nose. You'll get there too. <laughs> well, let's go. We'll get some rooms and um, that way we'll have a place for you to put your truck and then we can come back down and take a look so so look there it is right over there watch your step right there the big big pile there i was gonna say it's mud but we got a little closer and well it ain't as we walk i'm gonna explain to him that i once tried to invent um, a machine that you could drag behind the horse that would pick up its piles as it went and then would like deposit them into a barrel that would make them into compost but how it ended up being um very overpowered and just flinging these piles behind it, like 40 feet behind and like nearly took out like a really nice lady's dress. And I scrapped the idea. That's, that's brilliant. I wish you could have made it work. What'd you call that thing? Well, I was just going to call it a, 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 you know, a pull behind, a, you know, pick her upper. But my husband, Harold, he was working on some name. What did he have? He said it was going to be the pile picker, and flinger, something. I don't. He had such a way with pile naming picker things. And flicker. Pile, pile picker and flicker. That's what you should have called it. He had the. He always named the inventions. I was never any good at oh, it. He sounds brilliant. He does. Oh, he was. He was a very brilliant man. I don't see that a lot of people with the horses though would have bought that because you know whenever you know you're riding a horse and the horse shits, well that's behind you. That's <laughs> somebody else to worry it's about. True, but. Uh, I could see that being a big gift in item, you know, like I'm a dude that's always like, I could be here, I got you a gift for your horse. Put it on there so I quit stepping in any shit. Yeah, and, you know, if I could have just gotten it to dial back a little bit, but I just could never get the power quite right, and it was either too little or too much. It was just, you know, but you live and you learn. So you're saying that shit wasn't right. The shit just wasn't right. Oh, here we are. It's body bills. Just, oh, wonderful. Know, it push looks... the little saloon door open and say, after you, ma'am. 
oh, well, thank you. And I walk and then in. Clunk, clunk, clunk. As I pull the <laughs> steamer trunk it's up like one step clunk, at a time. Clunk. Clunk. <laughs> All right, at Body Bills, you. Contrary to the conversations outside that y'all didn't really catch much of, but it's all around you. In here, it's pretty quiet. In fact, there's a very large man with a shotgun sleeping at one end of the bar. There's a bartender, and there's a couple other people poking around. I'm going to go up to the bartender. You know, now that I think about it, we done walked a mile in the desert. We got here in town. I don't know how he was talking like that without wetting our whistles. Uh, so, uh, bartender, could I get uh, a little a little beer for me and a uh, ma'am? Would you care for a beer? You know, or... um, I prefer gin. Well, okay then. Uh, you know, something uh, a little stiffer for the lady. And I'm gonna be needing a room, and I think the one the lady needs a room too. Um, I know it's festival time, but surely you got something we can use. All right. Uh, that'll be 30 cents. Each? I probably should have. No, man, you saw a big look of relief go over Yocker's face because that pause after 30, he thought it was going to say dollars, and he said cents. And he reaches in and he pulls out. The bartender is a woman. You may have. Either one of you in your travels been through Bloodstone and know that her name is Mandy, that you haven't really interacted with her very much. Hmm. All right. Well, um, you're you're the one they call Mandy, aren't you? Yes, sir, I well, am. Well, uh, was that 30 cents a piece or for the both of us? Two drinks and two rooms? That was for the drinks, and the rooms will be a dollar a piece. All right. Well, I'll buy the drinks, ma'am, and I'm afraid I'm gonna have to leave you on your own for the room. Well, I appreciate the drink, sir, and I'm gonna hand her my dollar for my room. All right. And I'm gonna slide her two dimes, a nickel, and five one cent pieces for the drinks, and we'll settle up for the room in the morning, right? It's pay after services. She gives you a look, and then. She gives a little side eye down to the gentleman sleeping with the shotgun in his arm. And she comes back to you and she says, You know, with the festival in town, it's kind of tough to give a room on credit, but I'll do it this once because I know you're good. At what you do, Yawker. Your reputation precedes well, you. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, there's bound to be some business for me around here, which makes it real easy for me to pay people doing the business like you're doing. So That's true. Um, I'm but... surprised I didn't get mugged when I walked in the place saying, come on, we can need you to build a box. If uh, tomorrow comes. You most certainly will. If tomorrow comes and I have trouble getting my money out of you, Severn over here is going to make sure you don't see another tomorrow. Oh, that won't be a problem, ma'am. I oh. guarantee you. So she uh, pours your drinks and says, whenever y'all are ready, upstairs there are two rooms. First two rooms to your left should be unlocked and empty. 
have at them. So I'll clunk up the stairs. I'll open both rooms, look and see which one looks cleaner, nicer, or bigger, and I'll take the other one. Oh, that's so sweet. <clears throat> They're both about the same, but you maybe see a couple footprints in one that haven't been swept up. So you take the other one and it's yours. All right. So I'm just going to throw my, my my trunk in the room here, and then I think I'm going to go hit the festival. Now, you're you're welcome to tag along, but then again, if you feel like you need to, uh, you know, rest off the road a little bit, I'd understand that, too. Uh, no, I'm going to head back down as well. Um, I have a few things that I want to look at. I saw a couple stalls that looked a little interesting, so I want to get there before people start picking over all the good stuff. Okay. I'm going to throw the trunk in the room. Anything odd about this room that I, yeah, throw my trunk in the room, close the door, turn the little key that's stuck in the lock and put it in my pocket. I'm not going to go up to my room. I have an empty satchel bag. I have nothing to put in it, so. I don't think this room would have a key, but now it does. Now it does. So I hope you don't lose your key. Don't screw it up. I didn't want you to have a key, but I'm going to give you a key, but then I'm going to fuck you by having you lose it later. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Noted. It's pretty par for the course for the author's intention with this, I feel like. The authors or the authors? The authors. So as you're coming back down, Mandy is talking to another patron, and you can sort of make out that it's a little uncomfortable. Make me listen roll. Both of us? You're still in the vicinity. You're still down there. So, yeah, make a listen roll. And I'll give you a... I'll give you a hard and you a regular. Success. Regular. I came down the stairs so happy to be rid of that that trunk for now. A little heavy footage. Just and and whistling. I didn't hear shit. (laughs) So, Millie, you hear... You hear what sounds like... A patron asking, "So, Mandy, have you uh, have you seen Eleanor since she came back in town?" And Mandy, she gives one of those smiles that you can tell isn't a full, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's great." It's a "I'm fine" kind of smile, and she says, "I haven't seen her, but." I'm looking forward to catching up. Okay. What was the name of the person? Eleanor. Eleanor. Well, Miss Miss Millie, the weight of the world, at least the weight of joinery, has been lifted from my shoulders, and that was just a brilliant idea of yours. I swear I would have been dragging her all around town, so... (laughs) I just feel light-footed and ready to go. Why don't okay. we just you know, go? I think you want to check out some of them stalls, and really I just want to do some people watching, especially the ones what's handling them snakes. Well, certainly. Uh, I'm going to take the rest of my gin. I'm going to throw did it I back. I mentioned snake kissing when we was talking about the snake activities. No. I don't think we did, but some of these folks now, they're going to do snake kissing. I don't see the appeal, but okay. I'm going to throw back the rest of my gin and set it down. Thank you, bartender, and I'm going to head out. Both of you make me a constitution roll. 
A 15 on a 65. So a hard success. 25 on a 70, a hard success. Okay. So you walk out, and as you're walking out, you're hearing a lot of conversations, and some of them you can kind of make out. There's nothing super... Uh, notable. You hear people talking about something called Yistler's Youth Serum. You hear something about it curing somebody's son and some arthritis. And you hear kids running and laughing and playing and you hear the call for the snake wrangling and the smell of meat cooking hits your nose. Mm. And it actually smells really good to you. There are stalls all over the place. As you're looking around, a kid runs by with a garter snake in his hand and he sort of lunges at you and starts cackling and runs off. <laughs> what you doing? That was just a harmless little snake that boy had. But I, you know what? I'm, I didn't notice it till we come out here, but uh, them fumes were so wafted through the air, sent my tummy to a grumbling. It's, it certainly does smell good, and since you bought the drinks, allow me to buy lunch. Well, okay then. <clears throat> and we will head off in the direction of the smell. All right. You really quickly can see a grill with some smoke on it, and there's a big hairy guy cooking up what looks like clam strips, but anybody with an intelligence over five is going to know that it's he's grilling snake. Uh, excuse me. Um, how does this come? Does this come like on, on a stick, or is it like in a on a plate? Um, what's what's the uh, the serving method here? Yeah, we normally put it on a stick. Okay, uh, two please. And he gets some working and puts it on a stick with his bare hands and hands it over to you. Uh, how much? That'll be twenty five cent. Okay, I'm gonna hand him his quarter. Thank you very much. And I'm going to walk away. And it smells rather good. It does smell good. Never had some. I hope that waitress from a couple of years ago was right and tastes like chicken because I ain't never ate a snake before. I've seen plenty of people eat it. I'm saying it, you can eat it. I ain't saying you can't. I'm just saying I ain't. Yeah. And I guess that's all about to change. So. Well, cheers to Cheers. You. And I'm going to take a big old bite. And I'm going to take a little nibble. All right. Well, once you take a bite, make Your dad game over. an extreme <laughs> constitution roll. Just kidding. I was ready. I was like, let's go. The meat is very stringy, which you probably expected. Very chewy, but it has a real good smoky taste to it. If you like, like jerkied meats, it's probably really good to you. It's a little bit dry like a jerky. Not quite as dry as a jerky, but, you know, it's not a juicy steak by any means. Right. But 
it it's decently pleasing to your palates. Okay. <clears throat> well, this ain't bad. I no, mean, it's actually quite good. It's got a good flavor now, you know. Uh, you can tell. I mean, you, have you ever seen a fat snake? You ain't, have you? I no, mean, I don't think I no, have. because they're very lean creatures, which makes for very lean meat, which will make it tend to the chewier, stringy side. But I I got to tell you, the flavor is there. Yeah, and I love a good piece of jerky, so I'm perfectly fine with this. Um, I'm going to start walking. I want to look for, like, a table that has, like, weird odds and end type stuff. Okay. It's a snake festival. You find one of those pretty quickly. Okay. Um, uh, I, excuse me. I'm looking for something in particular. Do you have, um, like, maybe a, a, a thread bobbin, like a, a spool, and maybe like a sprocket and a spring? Ma'am, I would suggest you try the general store for that. I just have snake accessories. Mm. So no, no, like, mechanical parts of any kind? I, I, I have parts of a snake named Mickey. Oh. Specifically the rattle. Well, um, thank you. I'm, I'm going to keep walking. As we walk away, well, you know, in, in their defense now, I think... That the rattle could be considered in some circles as a mechanical device, you know. Clickety, oh, clickety, clickety. But, uh, you know, I think you was right to pass on that because how you'd use that in one of your inventions. Well, I just don't know. I don't know. But while I was sipping my gin, I had the idea. You were talking about your, your fabric uh, measuring thing. And I thought if I could wind it around a spool that you could pull and measure things. And when you let go, the sprocket could wind it back up for you. So you wouldn't have to keep shoving it in your pocket. And it would like retract back and keep it all nice and neat for you. And I was going to see if I could make it work. But I don't see anything that would. Well, that's a really good idea. You don't even have to draw these things out, do you? you just like. You picture them in your head, didn't they yep. make them come to life? That's that's brilliant. What would you call that one? Well, a retracting tape measure, but I think my husband, if he was here, he would have said it's a um, push and pull, or a pull and pull back. I, I, You're I, interrupted by a scream, and a crowd starts forming over by one of the stalls and you hear somebody exclaim loudly he's been bit oh that's the sound of business right there miss uh you know uh let's go all right I'm let's go that way as you're walking over there you see a group of men pick him up and they start carrying him and one of the guys says we got to get him to jolly real quick real quick who's jolly I don't believe I've heard that name before. Uh, Roll a no. Both of you can. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. That would be... That's intelligence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would be an extreme success on a double zero four. My intelligence is a 75. I rolled a 74. Well... Both of you will know that Jolly is one of the local doctors. You would probably know that he does tend to be one of the better regarded doctors in the area. There's 
a few that. Oh, well, Jada, he's the doc in these parts. I hear he's pretty good. I haven't need to go to him, and I have gotten a haircut from him, though. But sometimes he does dental work, too. But mostly he does doctoring and thought well thought high, highly thought of in this part. So, uh, well, they better get it to him quick, because if they don't get him to him quick, they're going to be yelling, get him to Jocker, because them <laughs> some bitches can't say the name. I don't know why it's not very hard. Um do you see the snake anywhere? Do they? Do they? Oh no, that's a damn good question. So we're looking at the folks that are carrying them. Like, is the the bit guy like holding the snake? Was he doing some talking with snakes or snake hugging? Maybe some snake kissing. Those? Can we look around the area and see what was the interaction with the snake that may have been precipitous of the bite? Precipitous. Well, you can see in the general area he's being carried from, there are a few people that are laying on the ground with snakes crawling over them. Oh, it's the snake sleepers. I didn't tell you about the snake sleepers. They're not really asleep, but it's part of the gag, the, gag, the, the whole shtick, if you will. Mm. Somebody overhears you, and they pipe in to say, that's not snake sleeping, that's snake laying. It's, oh, it's, it's different, isn't it? It's a little different. It's kind of praising the Jesus for the the livelihood. Well, it of must the work because that fella got the bejesus bit out of him. He he might see him before the end of the day. <laughs> oh, praise Jesus! Well, does they know which snake bit him? Are they going to be able to 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 get him like a, a an anti venom or anything like that? Uh, well, I I mean, Jolly normally does that kind of thing. I don't know much about it, but. If you wanted to go talk to him. I'm going to follow this guy to Jolly because the way these guys are moving, I mean, he's a pretty big fella, and they're moving kind of slow with him. <clears throat> uh, you know, I'm not taking any bets. I don't wish no ill will upon nobody, but. Business is business. I understand. Um, they don't get him there quick. The quicker see, I'm there, the better. Did any? I'm gonna call, did anybody see what snake bit him? Anybody at all? No? So are we seeing a variety? I mean, granted, the kid had a garter snake, but for the most part, the is the snake laying going on just with your standard rattlesnakes, or are we got different types of vipers and asps and then other of the poisonous variety laying around here? Roll me a natural world, or a no, whichever is higher for you. Or maybe even a wisdom uh, education, too. Roll one of those, whichever one's Roll me higher. an appearance check. <laughs> you ugly. You ugly. <laughs> um, so I'm just taking a quick scan. There's nothing on my sheet that is higher than a 77, so. So there you, go. you are I not anything. If I thought it was a 76, I was going to make a hell of an argument for why diaper changing would work. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are not real versed in the types of snakes. You know the difference between rattlesnakes and garter snakes or milk snakes, but you know that on all your travels through, you've never seen like the kids having a rattlesnake and the people doing the snake laying are almost exclusively doing it with the rattlesnakes. And you would probably recognize like a prairie rattlesnake. 
So, uh, are you coming with, or are you staying here? I'm, I'm pretty sure he got bit by a rattlesnake, because if he's involved in the snake land, it looks like all them all them critters got rattles on their asses. So. Well, I guess since nobody around here wants to be any help, I'm going to look at everybody, and then I'm going to start walking. I wouldn't take it personally, Miss Millie. You know, um, them, them snake layers, they get pretty, uh, you know, singularly focused upon what they're doing so you probably weren't going to get an answer out of them and then the folks watching them well they get pretty singularly focused on to be honest with you i think they're all hoping somebody gets bit so you weren't going to get much out of them that left the other folks and the other folks if they weren't interested in the snake lane or the snake watching you're probably not interested in a whole, b- whole bunch of things and they probably just thought What's this outsider doing yelling what kind of snake is that mm, i had a better chance asking the snakes well let's keep going yeah. Millie and Yager are walking behind a gentleman who has been snake bitten and is being carried to Jolly the Doctor. Anything you want to do on the way there? No. Hmm. All right. Well, this guy is clearly in a lot of pain. He's oh, 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 making cartoon <laughs> noises and. As my leg, <laughs> sir, you got bit in the arm. I know, but, yeah, my, but my leg's always been, been bad. Up. <laughs> There's some weather coming. And as he gets carried in, there's a couple other people in there, but you see the doctor Jolly, and he quickly limps over. Says. So what's the problem here? And the big guy that's carrying him, hey, he got bit, he got bit. And Jolly looks at him and says, did y'all bring the snake? I told you so. What did I say? It's right, she did say it. And as I say, he's right, she did say it. I pulled my tape measure out and I'm just measuring across this guy's shoulders. (laughs) You know, like anytime I can get a a slip in there, I'm measuring his length, Jolly overhears you saying, I told you, and the big guy says, no, no, we didn't bring any snakes. Jolly says, thank fucking God. Well, that didn't go like I thought it was. And he immediately sets out to work, and he has a little something he uses to treat, and he tries to clean up the wound, and extract venom as best he can and eventually he gets a big metal syringe and gives him a jab and the guy seems to stabilize a little bit i'm like mid measurement on you know the thickest part of him like his gut or whatever and i see the syringe go in and put my tape measure up Jolly finishes up and says, all right, now I need you to hang out here for an hour, two or three, make sure you're okay. And the crowd disperses and they're keeping him for observation. As they should. The guy goes to rest and Jolly looks up and sort of brushes his hands off. And so, uh, did y'all need something too? Well, uh, I you know no uh you know aspersions cast upon your abilities. I just knew it was taking a long time for him to get him here, and I thought 
might be business coming my way instead of yours, so I was just trying to be prepared. I, I'm, you probably see me around and some other things. I'm Yonker. Some folks call me Taker because they just can't say it right. But You're the guy who makes the coffins, ain't it's you? It's me. Huh. Well, I'm surprised they even made it here. Everybody else, before they even get here, they're taking that damn youth serum and it's near about putting me out of the job. And I don't understand because it's, it's nothing. It, I, I'm... A hundred percent sure it's not actually helping, but people say it's helping, so it's helping with this particular snake bite is like an anti venom. No, he didn't have the serum. I had some anti venom. I've been stocking up anti venom for quite a while now. Well, yeah, but you said that people were taking it before they got here, and I was just wondering if it was like a a anti venom that they were taking, and you know, does it work on all? I heard talking about that outside. It's like. Yester, Yester's, Yoster's use serum, something like that. I didn't catch the name. But, well, but I, I thought they said that one was good for arthritis. I thought they were saying it was good for damn everything that has you. Doctor, are you saying that people are taking this thing after getting bit and they're, they're, they're surviving? It don't matter what it is. If it's a little cough, they're taking this youth serum. If somebody falls off a cliff, they're giving them the youth serum. If somebody... Has arthritis, they're giving them the use serum. It, I I love Eleanor like a daughter, but I I just can't stand the stuff. It, it's got to be some kind of quack snake oil. And Eleanor, <clears throat> where have I heard that name? Well, there were some people talking <clears throat> in the in body bills about some Eleanor that was out of town or or was uh, waiting to come back to town. I can't remember what, but there was an Eleanor. No, she came back to town. She's been giving her Yisler's youth serum to That's anybody That's what it was, Yisler's. It. I, do, I, I just forgot that word. Yisler's youth serum. Well, I, I will <coughs> give you my best advice. Since y'all aren't here for any medical reasons anyway, I will just go ahead and give you this medical advice. Do not take it. It doesn't do anything. You might feel better, but it doesn't actually do anything. Have you tried it yourself? Have you seen it not? Absolutely not. I. Why would I? It doesn't do anything. This is a man of letters here. Well, certainly, but if they're getting bitten by snakes and falling off clips and then not actually having to come to him, it's obviously doing something. Roll a psychology. What's the base stat for psychology, my dude? <laughs> the base stat for psychology is five. Ten. I rolled a fifty-five. Missed it by that this much. much. So <clears throat> you're questioning him, and he is one hundred percent to your estimation, sure of what he's saying, but there's some lingering doubt in you. He's saying it doesn't do anything, but you as a logical-brained person... He can't complain about him not coming, and I'll say don't do nothing. Doesn't add up. It's not good math. I like math. Okay, Charlie, well, um... I'm glad that the the man's going to be okay. Um, I guess since we don't need medical attention, we'll head back to the festival. Poor guy. He just seemed distraught. I've been thinking about it. 
he knows his snake vessel's coming for months. He's been stockpiling antivenom, and that stuff ain't easy to get, and if he ain't getting it himself, he's buying it, and it ain't cheap to buy, and he's all doing it for the good of the people here. And now and he's going to be got stuck a with life. a shit ton of uh, antivenom and nobody to give it to. And I can tell you, I can uh, I can feel for the guy because if this uh, Yisler's use serum is working as good as he seems to say but doesn't want to admit, well, I may just, uh, I may have a hard time breaking even coming down here, what with the train ticket and... You'll have to you hope know, somebody dies of old age. I bought this brand new steamer trunk for all of my joinery supplies. Damn it, why didn't I just make my own? Anyway, the, uh, I mean, there's a certain business that thrives around the Snake Festival. And it seems like somebody done stole all that business. And it sounds like it's this Eleanor with her Yisler's youth serum. Did we see a stall or like a cart that looked like it might match? Like if we would go looking for it, we might find. You think you have a reasonable expectation that she might be somewhere around here. And if not obvious, you could probably go talk to somebody and try to find her that way. As you are discussing with one another... You look over and you see Jolly and he's gotten a book out and he's diligently writing and it looks to be notes about current patient. And you maybe hear him snake bite treatment salve. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry for cutting you off. But. No, you're fine. Um I know there was one area that was uh, a little overly crowded. Uh, we didn't, we weren't able to get in there earlier. You know, it was too many people. But uh, do you want to walk back and see if maybe? Well, ma'am, I tell you now, I don't want to push you no kind of way, but you know, you being all educated and stuff, I imagine you're thinking, is there something to this stuff? And if so, then there's a logical explanation for how it works. Right? Certainly. And I'm thinking. I hope there ain't nothing to this stuff because, you know, well, business and all, and kind of got a soft spot in my heart for the doctor, too, because we seem to be at odds sometimes about our particular business models. But uh, I don't know. if uh, Well, if we could get our hands on some of this stuff, then maybe you with your scientific smarts, I know it ain't usually in the chemical ranges, but maybe you could apply some of that and, uh, you know, it would be good for me and the doctor we would be able to turn out that this is nothing but what what he called it, like a snake oil, you know, just don't really work what right. people think it does. And you sell all your stuff and you're gone before they realize they ain't younger, prettier, and happier. So if yeah. we could, I mean, for you it's a no-lose, right? You could prove it works or prove it don't work. Man, I'd be, of course wanting to hear the information about how it don't work because certainly no i definitely want to check it out um very intriguing the science behind it has to be amazing or an utter letdown and a lie and that would be rather disappointing but you know let's check it out right but disappointment for you would be you know like cause for celebration for me and a good doctor because then we could just pass the word around town that 
this stuff is it's it's a sham it's a it's a mockery it's a travesty upon a mockery of a sham so either way one of us wins that's what i'm saying well let's go it's a win or win situation <clears throat> not necessarily one in win-win situation exactly so where did you see that thing oh there was a you know the area that was super crowded let's head that way okay both of you make me a look roll uh, a 51, which is a success. I just noticed on my character sheet that I have, uh, Yosef, <laughs> what was his name? Um, Josephus level luck over here. <laughs> That's a fail. On the oh. <clears throat> a critical fail? No. Okay. So. You said that way too eagerly. <laughs> As Millie is getting ready to walk out the door, she notices the good doctor, and he seems to be at the end of the book, and he closes it up and puts it up on a shelf, and she notices that the books are aligned by year and have a numbered year on each of the spines, with this one being 1890. And, Yocker, as you are walking out, you stub your toe on a table, and it kind of, kind of smarts. Well, I'm going to grab a hold of my foot and jump around on the other foot, going, God damn, I just stubbed my toe. Of all the pains in the world, stubbing your toe got to be, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fat big one, it was a little one. You don't talk about the little oh, pink toe, that's the one I stubbed, God damn it. <clears throat> I tried to make boots once that had big metal plates in the front so you couldn't stub your toe, but they caused awful blisters. Well, I can't hear a word you're saying. I'm jumping around on one foot trying to get the pain to go away. Damn it, Doc, I think I might have broke it. And he puts on his glasses and comes shuffling over with an obvious limp. And he, uh, all right, take off your boot. Uh, uh, maybe we could have a little privacy for this. I don't want to get in any kind of state of undress in front of the lady. Oh, I'll just see myself right on out. I'll just step out. I'll take off my boot. It's the world's dirtiest socks with holes in it. There's probably <laughs> a stench that comes out of the boots that, uh, the doc would probably just find par for the course, but, uh. It's got a bit of an ammonia tint to it. Oh. <clears throat> so I rolled a constitution for the doc, and I'm pretty sure he passed. So <laughs> Passed out. <laughs> he pulls off your sock and takes a look, and he pokes it a little bit. And it's not unbearable pain. It's pretty normal. And he, when you don't scream, he says, yeah, you, you just stubbed it. It'll be fine. Nothing like this. And pats his leg. I never, you know, see, she bring it up. Now, I was always too, too, uh, too polite and too kind to mention it. But uh, whatever did happen to you there, Doc? Oh, oh, it's a long, old story. Uh, I, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Why don't y'all go catch a friend there? All right. I got well, work to do, and he starts shuffling off. I pull my sock on, and then I'll be like going out the door, hopping on one foot as I'm pulling the boot back on to the other. So about the time I hit 
you know, a couple of paces out onto the, the front landing there. Uh, I'm ready to put my other foot back down and step off with a mild limp. Probably playing it up too much. That gummit. <clears throat> you know, Doc says it's fine, and I, I'll admit it don't hurt as much as it did two minutes ago, but there's still some Hey, well, he was talking about doing some experimentations. Mm-hmm. Well, I got me a pain. Well, let's go experiment. And if I was to take this Yisler's U serum, which, I mean, apparently you can fall off a cliff and it's going to help you. So if it's going to help you fall off a cliff, surely a stubbed little toe ain't beyond the realm of its healing properties. Properties. <clears throat> properties. <laughs> No, let's go. And we're going to head on to the... Well, don't walk so fast. My oh, my apologies. Damn limping in boots. I appreciate you stepping <clears throat> out and letting me maintain my, you know... Oh, it's privacy. my it's my pleasure. I wouldn't want to impose. And honestly, um, <clears throat> you know, I really was uh, enjoying that. It's a little stuffy in there, so it was nice to come out and get a little bit of the dry air. Never did like the smell of doctor's offices myself. Oh, no. So y'all are looking for something that looks like it's selling Yistler's Youth Serum? Yeah. Maybe a sign or a big crowd. I'm sorry. A barker. <clears throat> well, you see plenty of crowds, and there's a lot of noise, so you're not really hearing a barker if there is one. Make me a luck roll. A 29. That is a regular success, but only by just. It was almost a hard success. Um, you walk around for a few minutes, maybe 10, 20. And eventually, you uh, overhear... A young man. Yeah, that finger I slammed in the door. I, I took some of this youth serum, and it, it's pretty good. It got me feeling all kinds of good now. And his friend's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that's some good stuff." And the guy's like, "Yeah, that Eleanor." Uh, I don't know why she ever left town, but I'm glad she's back. <clears throat> oh, sirs, sirs, uh, the, the Yisler's Youth Serum, I, I heard about that. Do you know where we can get some of that? Because I would, I would really like to, to get some. My friend here has injured himself. I don't broke my toe, and I would, maybe a little, where is it? Or uh, I wouldn't impose upon you for a nip of yours, so if you could just point us on how to go buy a bottle of our own. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see my finger. My finger's doing good. Holy crap. Look at the movement he got on that Such thing. Such dexterity. Holy yeah, shit. Just, uh, and you said you slammed that buggy? I slammed it in the door. Like nobody's business. It, you wouldn't have believed it. It sounded like Thor's lightning. Sounds like he broke it. Now look at it. He's just moving around like is it nothing. <clears throat> but you go. My toe needs some of that bad. Go about quarter mile that way. Quarter mile. She's on the outside of the town. She's on the outside of the town, but right outside of town. You you can't miss her if you just walk down that way, towards the chapel, kind of. The chapel's a little west of it. 
seems like a long way to walk on a broke toe, but okay. And his friend has a walking stick, and here, you can use this for a little while. What's your name, friend, and I'll make sure I get it back to you. My name's Preston. Preston, I'm Yocker. J-A-K-E-R, Yocker. Nice to meet you, Jaker. Thank you very much for the cane. Let's get out of here. I don't much care for these people. Come on, let's go. And we'll start walking down. I now consider myself to have a club, 1D4. <laughs> Improvised weapon. That's fine, that's fine. Uh, Do you not have a weapon? I got joinery tools in my room, damn it. I'm pretty sure that... Uh, Quentin had a weapon, but... I got two. I have a revolver and a lever action. Uh, I'm assuming shotgun or rifle? Uh, that'd be a rifle. Okay. Yeah. I am packing. So I have combat skills in a 41 revolver, and that's the only place it mentions that. So does that mean I have a 41 revolver? Actually. Yeah. But sometimes, you know... Well, it's been a bullet when a battle do, you know? Okay. <clears throat> so we'll make the trek up there. So you come across a pretty big tent, and there's kind of a wide open space around it. As you're walking up, you're kind of expecting a show to be going on from what you've heard, but there's not really a show. It looks like... There has been a show at some point, but not right now. There's just a few people kind of sitting around. And there's a lady sitting down, and she's having a little vittles, a little bite to vittles. eat. Damn it, looks like we missed a show. That would have been powerful, good spiritual magic for my poor toe here. Mm. I, wonder if that was, <clears throat> I wonder if that's Eleanor over there sitting down eating them victuals. Uh, well, I'll find out. Uh, ma'am, ma'am, uh, we're looking for uh, Eleanor. Yeah, you found her. Oh, well, we were sent this way uh, looking for um, uh, a special uh, youth serum. Yeah, I'm going to hobble up real fast. I done broke my toe, Miss Eleanor. Oh. Broke it real good. Broke it. It's all I can do not to cry in front of the good Miss Miller here, but uh... she takes a second and she looks at you, and her eyes—something just leaves from behind her eyes, and her eyes look very vacant for a second, and then she pops out of it, and she says, "I know you're in pain. I can try to help. Hold on, one second. And she walks back to a line of shelves. Oh, she's good. Did you hear that? She could just tell I was in pain. How well, she you had just that. told her. But, but did you see her? She said, I know you're in pain. She knew I was in pain. This woman's got some kind of gift. I don't know what it is, but I'm ready to try this serum. Oh, shit. I wanted it to not work. I'm getting a mic confused. It's probably the pain. So she grabs from the shelf a bottle. It's a small bottle. It's fairly elaborate looking for the time. Like you 
don't see many bottles like this, but it's not like a fine French glass or anything. It's just a little better than you would normally find your regular stuff in the general store. And she hands it to you and says, here, this should help with whatever ails you. And she pulls out another bottle and hands to you and says, and if you have any lingering... And she stops for a minute. And the same thing happens that happened with him earlier. And she just stops. Her eyes go completely vacant. Almost like somebody else is talking to her. And she says, I know you're in pain too. So I'll give you a little of this as well. I know you haven't mentioned having any particular problems, but... Well, I feel fine. This will make you feel a lot better. Maybe well, some sort of guilt you're feeling. Um, <clears throat> what do we owe you? Uh, nothing. It's... It's a courtesy. Well, that's, that's very generous of you. Um, I'm here to help. Thank you. So I just, this is a beautiful bottle, man, but I don't notice no writing upon it. Is, is this the stuff I've been hearing so much in town about? The, the uh, Yes Sir's Euferro? Uh, Yesler's Youth Serum, that's youth it. Youth Serum, not Euferro. What the hell did I think it was Earl for? God damn it. Less, it's the pain. Less talking and more chugging. That'll deal with the just pain. Just drink it right here, the whole bottle? Right here. And you as well. Go ahead. Swig it on down. I'm going to drink I insist. Go ahead. Oh, well, that, that don't taste as bad as most medicines I've ever had. That, that got a little bit of a pepperminty thing there to it. What you put in that? It's a proprietary blend. And as now she's saying that... that but... As she's saying that, you feel sort of lifted up. And it's like your feet that were hurting a few minutes ago, especially the toe, the pain from the toe goes completely away. And your feet feel like you've never walked on them before. You still know how. It's not like... You're a baby and you forgot how to walk. But actually, that would be a lot cooler. That would it? be a lot cooler. <laughs> Don't give yourself no idea. But you feel like like you did at 15. Like you could hit that door. What in the tarnation, Miss Eleanor? I'm going to tell you, I got no pain left in that little toe. And... Uh, my feet don't feel like I just walked a mile in the desert, been traipsing all up and down this town and dragging a big old trunk behind me. I feel like I, I feel like I done rested up for a week and I'm just surprised anything. Ain't no soreness or nothing, and the pain's all gone. Well, thank you, Miss Miss Miller. I, I'm telling you, this stuff's a real deal. <clears throat> Um, 
I, I very much look forward to, to drinking it. It sounds wonderful. Um, But I would like to do mine in, in the privacy of my, my own room. You understand. Just, you know, I would like the to be able to, you know, enjoy the experience in a calm, quiet setting, if you don't mind. Well, I, I tend to recycle the bottles, wash them out, and fill them back up again, so... If I, you, could, I could definitely bring the bottle back for you. That's no problem. If you don't mind, go ahead oh, and do that. Certainly, yeah. I'll bring it back for you. All right. Well, I'm going to so sit I started to hand the bottle back to her, my bottle, and as, I sat on it. Try to get the last couple of drops out of it and hand it back to her. As you're reaching out to hand her the bottle, one of the gentlemen reaches out and grabs it from you, and he takes it around and through a curtain and... You hear what sounds like water, like it being dipped in water and rinsed out. Well, I'm going to sit back down to my dinner, if y'all don't mind. No, we apologize for intruding, but thank you very much for helping my friend here, Miss Eleanor. Um, You have a wonderful evening. Enjoy your supper. And y'all as well. And I guess we should just pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. None. Both of you roll me a spot hidden. What's the base in spot hidden, my guy? You don't have spot hidden. I don't. <clears throat> oh, that's not bad. It's 20? 25%. 25%. 71, so I'll fail. 75 for a fail and... I can't afford that amount of luck. How much are you off? My, my spot hidden is 55. I rolled a 75. That is if a I spent 20 luck, I'd have five left. Oh, God. <laughs> well, both of you noticed that... Can I push the roll? It's always hard to find consequences for spot hidden, you know? Yes. <clears throat> but... Describe to me what you were going to be doing to push the roll. So as we're leaving and I'm feeling all good about this stuff and like, holy shit, this stuff must really work. Then it dawns on me that that is against my best interest, my toe notwithstanding. Because if this stuff really works, then I'm not going to sell a single damn casket while we're in town. So remembering my uh, original purpose for being here and being less overwhelmed by, oh, my God, my toe feels great, then uh, I start actually trying to get a better look at things and maybe even not paying no attention to that man behind the curtain, maybe trying to peer and see, kind of look through the crack at him and check out the the area better. So I guess the failure would be that, people notice i'm being a little snoopy yes there are more men than the one behind the curtain that's a 98 which would be a fumble but my skill is above 50 and so it's only a fumble on 9900 i think well that's no fun i know it would have been hilarious but so it's a bad it's a bad fail so do with that what you will you're getting up to go into the back and one of her men gets up noticing the direction you're taking and as you are sort of 
slinking back there. He moves his body sort of nonchalantly, but with the forceful intention of you will not go back here. So you know you're not going to get any closer, but he's not overtly threatening you if you catch my drift. Gotcha. So uh, I look out. My apologies, Serge. This stuff is so good. I was just like, how do they do it, right? So I was just, I apologize. I was, she said it was proprietary and I should have honored that. My apologies. I just, it's so good. How do you, how does it? I just don't get it. And I'm going to keep mumbling like that as I turn away from him and start walking back to Millie. As all this is going on, Millie, make me one more spot hidden. Poof, you're spotted. A 96 <clears throat> against my 25. <clears throat> that is a that is critical failure. So <clears throat> what you didn't see was the swarm of voracious hornets coming into the tent. No, just kidding. You walk straight into like a like something just right at eye level and just poke my own eye out. <laughs> I feel like without a roll, you will see that she has next to her dinner plate a little book and from your reckonings you'd probably guess that it was some sort of diary maybe a sales ledger something of that sort she didn't write anything in the book she hasn't been writing in it but okay well, um, Yaker, let's let's head back. We're missing the festival. Right. No, I'm gonna take the 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 walking stick the guy got, gave me, and I'm just gonna toss it up over my shoulder and, and kind of carry it like a baseball bat, you know. Um, walking. I, I I'm gonna tell you, Miss Millie, that seriously, I felt no pain. In fact, my whole body just felt refreshed and definitely noticed it in my feet. You know how I'm walking like that, that old long yeah. walk, your arches kind of feel like they're aching? All of that was gone. But I don't know. Something still don't seem right to me, and I just remembered, you know, uh, I really like to be able to prove this stuff is a hoax. Uh, kind of getting hard for me to believe that, but I, she's. I, I, I. What I want to say is, I apologize for my outburst of exuberance back there. That maybe I. What do you guys, who smart people, call it? A, I think I abandoned the scientific method there for a minute, and uh, well, I just want to give you my apologies. I am back on the case with you. Well, that's all right. <clears throat> I'm glad you're feeling better, though. It's amazing. Do I still feel good? You still feel great. Um. As you are walking and talking, you guys sort of notice the sun is starting to peep down under the barren landscape to your west. The sky in front of you is getting pretty dark. So I can't help but notice that the sun sets in the west in these territories. Um, well, maybe it's time to retire for the evening. I I am getting kind of tired and, and ready to go to bed. But that was real smart of you to 
No, drink it there because you got something you can spearmint on. That was the plan. <clears throat> I wish I'd remembered the plan when she gave me that. It's just like, yeah, my, my poor toe was hurt bad. But now we know we need to test it because it obviously is doing something. You know, it occurred to me, I don't know if you noticed, but you know how the doc was writing in that big old book of his and we saw where, you know, like he had a book for every year? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but she kind of had a little book next to her, too. Um, I did. I thought it may have been like a, a personal journal, like, you know, you can reflect on your day. But I suppose it could be a ledger might, of some kind. Might be. But, you know, what I'm thinking is, you know, you're going to apply the scientific method and all your smarts to this and experimentation. And it occurred to me, you know, when the doc is keeping notes, well, that's kind of what he's doing, too, ain't it? You know, like this guy came in with this kind of thing, and I did this, and this was the results, right? So he's he's collecting uh, information about how different things work and what, what they worked upon. And I thought, well, I wonder if she's doing the same kind of thing. It's very possible. That's a that's a good idea. A great catch. Right. So you know what you find out, or you know what you might superimpose no surmise suppose, whatever theory you might have I'm thinking there might be two sources upon which we might draw some information to support or disprove it there is one being the doctor's book because last year there wasn't none of this this uh, serum around right and this year there was we could compare last year's results in the doctor's books to this year's results and then if we could get a peek at her book, we might know what she's thinking and how she's thinking about it. Of it's course, she true. could just be dear diary, this wonderful-looking guy with a walking cane and a broke pinky toe came up, and I fixed him up right. Oh, younger. Well, it could happen. <laughs> no, that's a great idea. Um, let's get back to uh, body bills and... Um, Settle in for the evening. and Yeah, I just want to clear up one thing with you because sometimes you say body bills. And uh, I just want because, you know, just for, you know, truth and advertising kind of thing here, you do understand that it's body bills. Oh, it's no. It's not B-O-D-Y bills as in bodies and bill. No, it's body, B-A-W-D-Y, body bill. You know, I don't have to explain body to you, do I? I'm just saying you might hear some things tonight in your room and when it's body bills, not body bills. Oh, oh, no, my mistake. Uh, bow, bow, body bills. Yeah. When I say it the next time, I'll make sure to accentuate the W. Oh, body bills. bills. Right. So, just want you to know where you were staying. Well, that's fine. I don't mind. We're going back to... Body bills. All right. Bowdy bills. bills. I was trying to avoid, like, visibly reading, but there are some really good read this to your players, so I'm going to be visibly reading here. Right. That's not a testament of, uh, you know, your shortcomings, but of the wonderfully written scenario from the end of the library people. Yeah. Bills is awash with the heat of at least 100 bodies packed together. Those bodies or bodies? Bodies. There's barely room to navigate as whiskey and beer are equally spilled and consumed among the crowd. 
Card tables are packed with gamblers frustrated at being bumped into and spilled on. The guy at the end of the bar is awake now, and he's got a ready position with his shotgun and the frustrated look of a bouncer who's let his employer let too many people in. Or whose employer let too many people in. Scanning over the heads, investigators will see the stage in the back is packed with hollering and shil- shrill screams. A man and a woman escorting themselves into the den can be heard drunkenly yelling to one another, That must be the snake charming contest. It's just a few more people in here than was in here this afternoon. Yeah, it's um, just a bit. Oh, uh, we going to have a bit of a time getting across the room to them stairs to go up to the rooms, but uh, I'm feeling really good. I, I got to tell you, um, like a little spring in my step and not anywhere feeling like uh, bedtime. And they said they're doing the snake charming in there. You, know, you can see people gathering around the crowd. You won't be interested in watching, would you? Because I know I am, kind of. Oh, all right. We can go check out the snake charming. Both of you roll me a spot hidden. Uh, We're great at these. Don't (laughs) like these. A 29. I'm going to use four points of luck to succeed. I wrote a 58, and I'm going to use three points of luck to succeed. All right. Both of you, as you were discussing the snake charming contest and your intentions of going over there you sort of start moving that direction and past you shuffles the bartender mandy from earlier she's a fine girl you know a good wife she would be i said mander i've been trying to avoid singing this song all night uh miss mandy uh certainly has picked up in here She's gone. Oh. You see her leaving. Oh, uh, so she shuffled by Like leaving the bar? Mm-hmm. Leaving the tavern? Leaving body bills? Like out the front door gone? Yeah. Oh. And she looks as though she's attempting to stealth. Stealth. I wonder where she's going. Don't she need to... There's 100 people in here. Who's going to give them their drink? Well, right. Does it look like to you she's trying to sneak out of here? A little bit. She looks like she's trying to sleuth her way out. As you guys are doing a double take at her, you notice a guy who's kind of sitting on a bench outside. He's just barely visible through one of the windows, and you see him throw back a bottle, which is instantly recognizable as the same bottle that you have in your pocket and you chugged down earlier. And he slinks back for a second, which you can see him from behind. So you see his head go back, and then you see him stand up with a start like Don Knotts. And nip it in, nip it in the butt. You hear him yell, It's a miracle. She done nipped that pain in the bud. And he just takes off running. He's gone. Lickety split. Out the front door. He was already outside. He was already outside. I'm sorry. I thought he was in the crowd of people. Down the street into the twilight of the desert. Well. 
I'm going to kind of step out and push the saloon door open and kind of watch him go. Well, that was rather odd. What in the <clears throat> tarnation? I don't know. Maybe the man ain't been able to run for 10 years and the serum just helped him do that. And I, it, off he goes. But hey, is that that Mandy girl? Who are you talking I'm looking to? around for the Mandy girl. Mandy's gone. Okay, you said she snuck out. I was wondering if, as we went outside, noticing this guy, we saw which way she went or anything. I think in the time that this guy was doing his thing, you were distracted. And time we look back, Mandy was gone, <laughs> hiding her hair. You could make me a track. <clears throat> See if you can run after. <laughs> Maybe do a long jump. Track has a 10% base. Zero, zero, zero. Damn. That was 100. Um, so that is a fumble on that track roll. In the spirit of Under the Library, I feel compelled to make something really bad happen, but you. So you he tries to stack and he like falls face first into a pile of horse. Sure. Yeah, that which was conveniently covering up an un, before unbeknownst to us <laughs> pineapple and the spiky parts of the pineapple right in your face, right into my face. So it's, horse manure. It's a whole cart filled with horse manure and pineapples, <laughs> and as you, you a little Japanese Chinese guy going my, my pineapples, <laughs> and then you see. A guy you would know to be Mad Dog from just your local interaction saying, at least it wasn't me this time. I hate manure. Oh, yeah. That's Mad Dog. I hate when people call him Mad Dog. Some people call him Biff instead. So you're not too sure where she went, but she went the way you came out. But you can't tell other than that. So maybe in the direction of Eleanor's tent. All right. So that seemed real furtive. Yeah. Learned that word last <clears throat> year. Furtive. Furtive. It's a good yeah, word. It means like sneaky and got something to hide kind of thing, if I understood it right. Really just had to use context clues in a book I was reading. Furtive. Yeah. Right. But anyway, uh, I'm torn. Like, I really wanted to see the snake handling. And what the heck, that was a really exuberant reaction that man had to drinking the serum. And why is Mandy acting so sneaky? And should we be upstairs looking at this serum? So I'm like... I'm doing double, triple takes, like into the bar, down this road, down that way. What? Well, let's say this. I don't think Mandy's business is any business of our own. We got our uh, our investigator hats on, and we just got a little carried away. The young man doesn't seem to be hurting anybody, and you need to clean up. I cannot argue with any of them points, so. So, maybe... Taking a local bath 
sounds pretty good. You could probably get one on credit, same as you did with Mandy in the room earlier. Um, <clears throat> I am personally and privately, in my own thoughts, beginning to wonder about my ability to pay off my credits <laughs> if nobody in this town is going to die in the next couple of days. So, Well, it's a one-shot, and Severin That's it. I'll shoot shot. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> one-shot. That's all I need. That's all I need. And then I have them pay me to make a, a casket for the guy I killed. <laughs> and both of y'all are feeling a little tired, so maybe it's time to turn in. Maybe it's time for us to call this a stream. It is 9.06. So just for my own personal, out-of-character uh, mental well-being, can we say that Yocker achieved the bathing before we stopped? <laughs> To yes. go a whole week with the shit on my face. <laughs> Just cannot handle it. You don't come here for that kind of real life feeling. <laughs> we this don't do satisfaction here. <laughs> we don't do happy endings here. You're getting pink eye. It's, it's body pills. You can get a happy ending. And you can get pink eye without horse manure. That's true. Yes, here. you can. In body bills. In body bills. I genuinely thought it was body bills. Did you really? I did. Oh, I was just playing that up because I thought it would be a funny little interaction between our characters. But... Well, which one is it? Baldy. Baldy? Baldy. Baldy. I genuinely thought it was body I like. I wrote it and everything. Body bills. Show the camera so the world knows. I don't think they can read it. It's too... <laughs> but it's there. Bowdy bills. Bowdy bills. Like they're bowdy in there. All right, I had a good time tonight. That but... was a lot of fun. I'm yeah. looking forward to playing more. I'm glad that I did not try to do Yocker as the Yocker? Wisconsin Canadian Swedish Swedish import guy. Yeah. That would have been rough. Copy everybody's accent. I think I could have pulled it off, but it just didn't seem right. Plus I would never have done it as good as Arthur did it and yeah, it would have been derivative is what I'm saying. Derivative. So I thought it would take the character in a whole different direction. Right. Reimagine. Hopefully retelling. the folks who are out of the library can appreciate that. And, uh, yeah. Not hate him for it. Well, that's been a video. Yay. We'll be doing part two of maybe two parts next Tuesday. The sequel. We'll see how it goes. But, uh... Thank you for joining us. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. Had a lot of fun. Bye. See ya. And remember to check out underthelibrary.com. They're Definitely. also doing a Patreon giveaway of the Grand Grimoire. Oh. If you're a patron, you're automatically entered. Nice. So maybe right. consider that if you're into supporting good TTRPG content. And before everybody leaves, so you know, if you're feeling so inclined, take the opportunity to donate to our St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Did the button charity. ever come up on yours? Yes, donate okay. to charity right there. So cool. Um, yeah, good cause, great place, good people. Do it. But that's been us, Percentile Vice. I'm John. I'm Emily. And I'm Steve. And we're going to peace out. Going to slither right on out of here. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Snakes.
I get it. <laughs> you said the thing. <laughs>